do you have the back end you know all your email flows your text messages your retargeting your operations fulfillment your customer service are things clicking where you can afford to you know lose money on a first sale and knowing you'll make it back up with the second or a third sale um, and that's where a lot of a lot of marketers are struggling a lot of brands are struggling and the same's happening in email marketing right now this is digital marketing Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you'd be focused on to the kind of tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Dustin Lean, the founder of JumpX Growth, which has done uh, over $35 million in revenue over the last few years for their clients. And Dustin uh, was actually our marketing manager here at Digital Marketer for a bit as well. So welcome back to the crew, Dustin. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Happy to be here. Excited to chat uh chat things e-com and marketing and ai and whatever we come up with oh yeah well you know the AI. i think you have a unique perspective because you know you're working for scalable and digital marketer for some time and so the you know i know your e-commerce firm was still doing things but now you're back full-time in it so i'm super interested to hear what has happened uh you know in e-commerce just based on your view over the last 12 months or so yeah for sure um it is you know we were chatting a little bit before we hit record, but it is it is pretty pretty wild how fast AI is changing. I mean, a lot of the industry and marketing in general, uh, but specifically ecom because like ecom ecom has always been a place where where like an industry where where uh, developers go hard on SaaS products and like there's a new tool coming out every second, um, and they're all like you know slight variations of each other and um, but the the quality of um it's kind of like a, a wide net right like there's a bunch of new tools but with and like there's one or two that are good but with ai it's even bigger it's like there's there's a hundred thousand that have come out in the past six months but then there is a chunk of them that you know five or five or ten of them that are so good in the e-com space like it is it is quite literally um going to replace especially email marketers it's going to replace email marketers um who aren't willing to leverage the tools like the ones that are trying to hold on to the way things used to be and i'm i say that as someone who is fighting that in my own mind right now like i can't just hold on to the way i've run clients in the past and run accounts like the tools are coming in and replacing parts of the job and and we can go into some of those tools and i'll give specific examples but just at large, the industry is changing really fast and trying to trying to keep up with the adjustments has been uh, pretty fun. Well, I think e-commerce is one of those spaces, even within the marketing scope where it's like, you know, it's very data driven, you know, very numbers driven, uh, very text driven. So, you know, yeah. you can make a big difference just by, you know, automating some of these processes. And, you know, in terms of funnels, like it's the most applicable, uh, you know, application is, how do you do a funnel for e-commerce? You know exactly where the product is, you know exactly what you're trying to yeah. sell, and you could optimize it probably better than you know more abstract, say, service industries where it's you have to make that yeah. connection manually. So let's talk about those yeah. tools. I'm super interested. What are what are you using now? Yeah. So there's there's a lot coming on the scene. So like these are just the ones that I've been using. Uh the the thing I've been talking to um you know, my contractors about and just other people, you know, peers that I'm working with and clients is that there are 
there are so many, like I was saying, so many new tools coming on that you almost have to just show restraint and be like, we're not going to try all of them. If we try all of them, we're going to spend all the budget and we're going to spend all the time getting like mediocre results. So let's pick a few that we think are going to be around for a while, can get us fast results now, uh, relatively affordable and like go all in on them and see what they can do. So a couple that I've been using, um, one, one's called Skio. It's not, um, I mean, it's, it's certainly AI, AI driven, but there's, you know, it's been around a little before that even. Um, so I like it cause it kind of had roots before AI got so popular, like they were already doing their thing. Uh, but it's skio.com S K I O and its main function, or at least how I use it is to help with, um, subscriptions. So people, you know, order, um, like one, one client that, um, that I'm working with right now is a, you know, they sell collagen and coffee and, and products like that. So like, you know, consumables. And mm-hmm. so people order those on subscription. And so Skio is a tool that will help you. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll build, it'll build your flows for you. Like if you go in Klaviyo, it'll, it's like one click installation flows built. I mean, they're not perfect. You got to go in and customize them, but um, but just the, it's like the strategy is done for you. They use, and they use uh, predictive AI to go in and look at, um, you know, when did a customer, like what's the normal, uh, cadence for a customer, even with other products outside of the one in your store. So they can see like their, you know, Shopify history, some of these tools where they'll see who, you know, who else did they shop with and what was their cadence of, you know, did they stick around for one month or two months on a subscription and Skio will go, go in and be like, um, like, okay, so they they usually drop off, like this individual person drops off usually after um, after three months. So uh, let's work on some ways to get them incentivized to stick around to month four and things like that. So it's a really cool tool. Um, and then they just came out with this thing maybe a month ago called Quick Actions. Hmm. And it's uh, it's been my favorite thing to play with so far because what it does is it, it'll get really granular and pull um, unique like unique, um, you know, string strings from an individual customer um, in Shopify and Klaviyo. And so you can say um, if someone is like, say someone just canceled. So this is a flow I'm building right now for them. So someone just canceled their coffee subscription. Now, um, what's the reason that they selected that they canceled? Was it because they didn't like the flavor? They had too much in their cabinet and they just needed to like pause for a little bit. They thought it was too expensive. Um, the product didn't work for them. Like, what was the reason? And so you can go in and say, um, you know, what was the reason that that individual person canceled and then send them this email. But if they, uh, if they didn't like, if they've only been around for one month, send them this other variation. If they've been around for two months, send them this other variation. So it gets so granular. So it's been really fun uh, going in and building those and just seeing how um, it can predict um you can use so many so much predictive analysis that you don't have to do it in your mind. The tool just does it for you. It just spits out the results. And so it's like you, you kind of build these uh, a scaffolding of flows and it fills in uh, the gap with, you know, uh, with images or with whatever it's whatever it's going to uh, it thinks it's going to do to get that sale to come back through or that subscription to restart. It's been really fun. That's huge. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people don't understand, you know, the concept of churn and how, you know, you lose certain people at certain times. And a lot of times you just kind of factor it in like, oh yeah, we have 30% churn over this time period. And you look at it sometimes and maybe you do like a quarterly analysis, but the fact that this thing just does it automatically and it's just like, have you tried this? Like that yeah. would be huge. 
it's so cool um and it's i think like where a lot of marketers including myself and you know even a few months ago i was starting to freak out because i was like oh my gosh like i don't know like like a lot and and to be fair a lot of smaller brands are just using these tools and not hiring marketers or not hiring um Mm -hmm. you know agencies but the what i'm finding is the the bigger companies are um they don't understand it either it it is really it's really great and necessary for um, most brands to have a marketer in their corner that understands which tool to use how to leverage it the best build the relationship with the account manager of that tool because you know some of these tools are 500 bucks a month they're not cheap um but they'll give you a one-on-one account manager so i'm in you know in slack half the day talking to the um account managers or the creators of these tools and they're telling me ways i can make it better you know better use of it so having um having a marketer in your corner as a brand to help you navigate this new wild west is is still very useful and i don't see that going away anytime soon um, unless you are a marketer who refuses to look at the tools and refuses to try to figure them out, then you're going to be in trouble. Well, I, I, that's that's a lot of marketers, unfortunately, where they don't actually do the analysis. All they have is maybe a system or maybe, you know, their own tools or maybe it's just set up where they're like, I do the setup yeah. and that's all I do. And then I let it run and that's where I, I make profit. But the fact that you yep. can put this analysis just onto an AI and then it just happens automatically you know, the, a lot of times the client doesn't care how you do it. Like you could say like, it's Oh, true. I use this AI tool and blah, 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 but they're <laughs> not going to look at it. And then two, it, it's hard to implement the change that has to happen a lot of the time. Now the AI tool makes it yep. easier, but they're not going to understand even where to start on that process. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and what I'm finding most is, is, um, you know, founders or the marketing directors or whoever I'm working directly with at a brand, they don't they don't really dive into it. They just they got a good they got a good sales pitch from whoever created the tool and then they just slack it over and they say, Can you check this out? And that's it. And they don't really want to like they're not they're not excited. They don't even they don't, yeah, like you said, they don't care how you get the the revenue or how you get your job done. They just want it done well. And so um the 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 you'll be successful as a marketer. At least this is what I'm telling myself. I will continue to be successful if I'm willing to adapt to the tools. And, and help the businesses be more successful. As long as the revenue is growing, they're going to have no reason to want to stop working with me. Um, and I think that's just the nature of, of good business is you want to work with good people who are helping you grow. If, it's, if they're not helping you grow, they don't care what tool you're using or not using, they're going to find someone else to work with. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's totally normal. You know, I always, you know, relate services to say work on your house, right? Where it's like, if the gardener is doing his job, the yard looks good. <laughs> yeah, there's no pretty simple. There's no question, and and for most departments, it works like that. But in marketing, you can be abstract, and you could, you know, I hate to say it, make excuses for why things aren't working. Like, oh no, it's part of the yep. process. Got to collect the data. Mm-hmm. Got to analyze things. It takes six months for implementation and you could, and those are real things too, but as marketers, it's easy to fall back on that as excuses like, oh yeah, it wasn't me not doing my job. And that's not why sales went up. It was the sales department doesn't know how to handle the leads or (laughs) operations that doesn't have good customer service. And so it's the, you know, that's why my marketing isn't working versus that's really funny. You know, and it's, you know, it's job security too. You know, it's, it's just, yeah. but now there's no real excuse because you could use AI to do the hard part. All you have to do is communicate and implement, which is a really important task, but do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's funny. Cause it, yeah, like a lot of, a lot of people, uh, and I mean, I, I've 
I think we all fall into this trap sometimes. I definitely have. Um, I, I want to take credit for the good stuff, but not for the bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's not and much. So it's like when, when there's wins, I'm all, I'm all about telling everybody, but then the second something stops going, I go silent. Cause I'm like, well, I got to figure this out or they're going <laughs> to, we're going to notice. <laughs> and it, it's, um, but, but I, I feel like, especially with the, the, how fast, uh, the e-com industry is changing. Um, brands are aware of it. They're they're just as aware of it, especially like founders or marketing directors. They're very aware that things are changing quickly. So be a good partner and be uh, vulnerable enough to, you know, or confident enough to be vulnerable and say things are changing really fast, but I'm on it. But like it might take, you know, some collaboration for us to get this up and running, but it's going to be even better. Yes. Well, and you'll be way ahead because a lot of companies are realizing things are changing and and even at really high levels, like, you know, the SEO results are all over the place. Like somebody, something that has been performing for maybe years, something will change. Nobody knows what mm-hmm. the change is, but all of a sudden these performing assets will just do nothing. And you're like, yeah, okay, what do I do next? The rules aren't happening anymore. And so, well, you need yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, and and um, yeah, and and I was I was talking to a, a marketing friend yesterday about that actually, just how the it's it's kind of like as technology and social media have both grown so rapidly in in like um, adoption over the last five six years, uh, we're seeing a lot of a lot of brands and and a lot of marketers who used to be really successful having a really hard time right now um, because the the uh it's like those systems and those frameworks that used to be true and used to work or or actually that's not the right way to say it that frameworks and systems usually stick but the tactics that used to be the bread and butter of something working like uh you know aren't working anymore like Mm -hmm. people are struggling with facebook ads that used to be you know they used to be able to get you know 50 cent leads off of them and it was just yeah that's pretty easy to stand up a business when you're getting leads that cheap but when you got to pay six or seven bucks for a lead or you got to pay $42 for a new e-com customer. Do you have the backend, um, you know, all your email flows, your text messages, your retargeting, um, your operations, fulfillment, your customer service, are things clicking where you can afford to, you know, lose money on a first sale and knowing you'll make it back up with the second or a third sale. Um, and that's where a lot of, a lot of marketers are struggling. A lot of brands are struggling and the same is happening in, in um, email marketing right now. Mm. with these tools changing and it's making, I mean, founders love it. Like <laughs> the businesses love it because it's making it easier, but marketers are struggling to keep up with it. And, and um, marketers, uh, I'm saying that as one have a little, most marketers have a little chip on their shoulder and a little bit of an ego about, um, about being good. Right. Mm. It's, I think it's why, because marketing in and of itself is about results. So we, we all want to, get results. We don't like to admit when we got something wrong or we're relearning something. So a lot of, a lot of marketers that used to be successful are doing exactly what you said and making excuses for why they can't get results right now, instead of going back to the drawing board, uh, eating some humble pie and being like, I got to figure this out, go back to the, the roots of, you know, how do these frameworks, how can we work within these existing frameworks, like customer value journey? It's not going to change. doesn't need to change. It's a framework and it it's, uh, you just follow the framework, but what you, the tactics you're using to um, advance someone through that journey are always going to be changing. That's just part of marketing. Yeah, well, and the, and the tools are better. 
you know, frankly, because I think that the reason why, you know, a lot of people are able to have like a 10, 15 year long, super successful marketing career without changing very much is because things just weren't moving very fast. There weren't new tools. We were yep. all relying on, the, you know, Facebook ads and Google ads and and just the and Google SEO results. That was like the bread and butter of marketing. If you can figure those out and optimize the system one time, you'll probably <laughs> get super results. But it also led to a lot of turnover of marketers too, because as soon as you set these things up, they're automatic because nothing is changing for the last 10, 15 years. Yep. And then you don't have to worry about it. Then all you have to do is make sure the client's happy and you maintain that contract forever. And so now it's yep. now it's not like that because one, you have the tools. So anybody, you know, say somebody who's never marketed before can start marketing right now using AI mm -hmm. tools and compete with any existing marketer because they're adopting these awesome new things that automate a yep. ton of stuff. And so you don't have the learning curve of, I need to understand systems. You understand how marketing works together, you know, using a bunch of different platforms to drive results or, or you just said, do paid ads, do paid ads. And <laughs> yeah, and you'll make money like, Oh, right. okay. But now I think since, since it's so easy, you're getting so many more people getting online and so many more businesses starting that know how to use these tools. And now you have way more ad competition. And so, yep. and I love that you said about the, you know, the lifetime value of the customer, you know, maintaining that customer and maybe taking a loss to even get that customer is going to be the new normal where you, you know, and, and it's great for everybody because now products are going to get better. Customer service is going to get better. Services are going to get better because yep. literally if you can't maintain that client for, you know, years, you're just not going to make yep. money and go out of business. So that's huge. Hey everyone, I wanted to quickly interrupt the podcast for a special announcement. If you're a marketer, which you probably are since you're listening to this podcast, you know that social media marketing isn't about cool hacks or some weird trick that a self-proclaimed expert is telling everyone about. True social media experts understand this. Social media is a real craft that involves real strategy that goes far beyond flashy hacks. That's why social media is the number one most misunderstood and underleveraged marketing channel. At Digital Marketer, we know what you need to become a true social media expert. You'll be learning from top industry experts about the exact methods that work today for marketing on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok, and how to incorporate them into a comprehensive social media strategy. You'll learn how to tie in your social media plan with your company's overarching goals. You'll learn how to source and create engaging content that's perfect for your ideal customers. But best of all, you'll leave with a complete understanding of how to strategize, execute, measure, and optimize your social media marketing. Learn more right now at digitalmarketer.com slash social cert. Now you did mention one tool. Yep. What's another yeah. couple tools that you're kind of utilizing to make this happen? Yeah, so there's another one. Um, I I was I just started using this one, so the verdict's still out. But I'm really impressed um, with with what it can do. After I mean, I think it's only been they're they're still in like a waitlist period, but um, they've only been the tool's been live like two months. Mm. Um, they just got some funding and like they're really cool team. But the uh, the tool is called Tear T A R E. Uh, I think it's trytear.com is the URL there, but it's it's automating a lot of the stuff that um, that marketers hate doing, which is which is uh, like the basically like setting like a like an email template and getting in graphics and having it, having the fonts look right and like the you know on on brand fonts and and uh, 
things where like you you would think you could just go create a template in Clavio or whatever you use and it would turn out good, but it never does. There's always something wrong. You always spend, you think you're going to spend five minutes in there and you spend an hour in there because of like one padding issue you can't figure out or yeah. whatever. Uh, or like, you know, you have to go into Canva and design something, but maybe you're not a very good designer. So you got higher designers. Um, and so what, what the tool does is it, it'll like, it's basically like a one click button and it will build you an email to solve a specific problem. So um, one, for example, that that uh, we're, we're testing using with one of the brands is like a, um, they, they call it an upsell flow. It's not really an upsell. It's more of like a cross sell, hmm. but it'll be like if someone bought something, um, this email will just generate and it's beautiful and everything's and, and they'll even help you customize the template if you like are really particular about it, hmm. but it'll just, uh, it'll uh, build a whole email and it'll pull images from your Shopify site for whatever product. So it'll, if you bought some coffee and they want to cross sell you some collagen or something, it'll pull in a picture of the, of the coffee. It looks great. Um, and it'll generate copy for you using AI. So it'll generate a whole, like a, and it's good. It's like, like, it's not perfect yet. And like, uh, but my favorite thing is you can just pop in there when you're in your, their tool, you just go edit it. There's like a, uh, like a lot of these tools will auto generate things for you, but they won't let you edit it. And that mm. is a, a the most annoying thing to a marketer is when they can't make some like tweak something or make it sound like the brand voice. Yes. Uh, but but their their AI tool for the writing, it will match brand voice because it'll go uh, it'll go look at the website and it'll pull um, it'll pull pieces of copy. But then it'll it'll uh, tra it trains the AI to then speak in your brand voice in these emails. Um and then it will it will look at your like the customer's previous buying patterns and then be like, do they have they already bought collagen with their coffee? If they haven't, let's cross sell that. Have they already bought that? Are they a subscriber? Let's pick this other one and you know, another product or a mixer wand or whatever. And so it'll it's really cool. And it's just one click, it generates it. You can go edit the parts that you want, and then it um, and then it just goes into your Clavio account or whatever you're using for email marketing. They've got a handful of integrations right now. Um, and then you've got the template in there. You can use it, you can tweak it. And then if you have an issue where you're like, um, cause it generates everything, colors, fonts, it pulls it from your website. It's really cool. Um, but then there's always those little tweaks. So, uh, they will work with you to get your template just right. However you want it. Um, so that in the future, I mean, it literally is one click build an email. It's really, really cool. Wow. That's super cool. Now, does it integrate with other platforms or is it basically the email marketing platform? Um, just email marketing platform for, for okay. now, as far as I'm aware. Um, but they are the, the team over there is really on fire right now. They are like, they're working real fast to get features up. Like I had a conversation with them and the same day they, they, uh, made changes and built a new feature. It's just like, <laughs> just based on your conversation. <laughs> yeah. And that's, what's cool about, about, um, this time of this time of the industry with AI is, is uh, people are building really fast because they know it's, it's, it is a bit of an urgent race to become uh, the tools of choice. And so um, the developers and the teams are working so fast and you can actually collaborate with them, which is why a lot of uh, marketers and a lot of brand tools in general is because you can't, it feels like every time you try to get some help with how to do something, you got to find some blog article on, on how to do like walk through these 17 technical steps. Um, but a lot of these tools, like with, uh, with tear, they just, 
they sent me an email and they were like, Hey, after our conversation, you mentioned you didn't like the, the way that it auto generated the footer. So we changed the code to make it where it generates uh, to match the previous email we saw that you sent, which we're assuming is the footer you like. And it was just like, great. Thank you. You just That's saved, awesome. you just saved me another like four hours of work. I didn't have to do now. It's oh, so that- cool. That's super cool because I think, you know, uh, as marketers too, we have these tools and we'll kind of shape everything around what the tools are capable of, right? We're like, well, I wanted to do this, but it doesn't. So then I'm going to do this instead. And so we're actually modifying everything we do all the time just to accommodate the fact that the the tools are limited. But now, because, and I think this is another feature of AI is since you are able to write simple code, at least using AI, and it it does need some refinements, but, you know, programmers could work a million times faster because you're not having to make the basic stuff. You could just say, generate Python code for this situation in this circumstance, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, you didn't have to write that. It just happened. And so I think... Yeah, That's huge. You know, the fact that they can make a change that fast and, and that you're talking to the developers themselves, because a lot of times there's, yeah. you know, or there was a barrier between, you know, the developers in a company and then the, the marketing team and the customer service team and the executives and all these different things. And then they don't yep. talk to each other very much because I teach like, <laughs> We have too much to do. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. But now that now you're talking to the developers, that's that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving the like the you know, big, big, a lot of big software companies, like you, you know, you're saying they're bloated. So you can't really get a, a, something accomplished quickly or at all if you even get heard. So it's been really cool in a in a space that's so new where people are um are working fast and and um and you can actually talk to them. It's been a really cool experience from um you know, for me that I've, I haven't had in years. Oh, yeah. um, well, well, I know for us, like working with, um, you know, high level, uh, high level, they yeah. built their entire suite of services off of the requests of the customers. And then also so cool. uh, content at scale, you know, they basically yep. talked to them one day and they're like, oh yeah, uh, actually even Jasper, because I, I talked to the executives hmm. of Jasper about brand voice. And then within probably a month, they had their brand voice tool. So I think this is amazing. That's crazy. I think yeah. it's the, the future of, of all software and services is what the customers want. <laughs> Sounds yeah, what a, <laughs> I know. Like what, what a revolutionary thought, right? Ask your customers what they want and build it. Yeah. Because, well, and I always, you know, I, I love programmers. I think they're amazing. They've built the world at this point uh, online, but they do have unique views of how things should work that don't go in line with how the users work a lot of the times. So it's, you know, right. I worked at a lot of startups with those types of programmers and they do what they want because they're in charge and they're the <laughs> only ones that could understand what the heck is going on. True. Uh, but I do think that, you know, more less technical people can now understand what's happening in programming and now the programmers are listening. So I think it's fantastic. So I think we have time for one more tool. Do you have one more? I got one more. Um, so there's one I haven't uh, I haven't played around with it too much yet, but um, it's one I've I've got a call implementation call with them next week. I'm really excited, but just looking at their uh, at what it can do is blowing my mind. So it's called Black Crow. Um, I believe it's BlackCrow.ai, and um, and the it's it's one of those tools where I I just it's more robust than my mind has been able to wrap around so far. But this one specific way that I'm going to use it, I'm really excited about. So essentially what it'll do is um, is uh, 
it'll take like a, so this is how I'm going to use it. We have like a welcome series, right? For new customers that come in, um, some have purchased, some have not, and there's a coupon offer and, you know, kind of standard stuff. Um, but how, you know, how I and every other marketer has been doing this for the last you know decade is you, uh, you build a welcome flow. That's everyone goes through. You can kind of customize a little bit here and there. Like, are they, a, are they a customer? Have they purchased before? Have they been through this flow before? And you can kind of filter out. Um, but you know, the time delays where you're like, you know, after uh, 48 hours, send this follow-up email 48 hours after that, send this other email. And it's, it's very, um, everyone's going through the same cadence and the same experience. What black crow can do is, um, is, uh, basically take your existing welcome flow. You plug in their, their tool to it, and it will customize based on each individual user, the, the best time to send them each email. Um, and it will also customize, uh, with, you know, put dynamic blocks in, in certain areas to make, um, to, it basically predicts based on their past behavior and based on the behavior of the list in whole, when are people actually making purchases in your welcome flow? And then they time it properly, uh, to speed it up. I mean, they're, they, uh, what, what I've been told is that there's about a 40% increase in welcome flow revenue just by using their tool. And it's a one-click installation because it, it works on your existing flow. So it's not changing all your stuff. It's just coming in and supercharging what you've already got and uh, making the offers more on time and in a better cadence based on data, not just what a marketer like me thinks like about 48 hours, I'll send them a follow-up <laughs> email. <laughs> Cause like, that's all we've been able to do for, and, and that even that has been a really, I mean, it, it, it uh, pumps out revenue, but I'm really excited to see how, uh, and I think this is probably the biggest change um, that I'm excited about in marketing uh, with AI tools is the ability to get really granular and specific, not just down to the cohort level, but down to the individual mm. and their shopping habits and what they, how, how they prefer to open email. Do they open, do they seem to open emails from brands once every seven days? Do they open every email you send? Do they, do they open every 14 days? Like what are the random cadences that each individual person has and how, and now these AI tools are able to um, start marketing in that exact cadence. It's better for the customer because they get it. They get things when they actually want it. Um, and then it's better for the brand because better timing equals better results. Mm. No, that's, that's enormous. And I think it's, uh, you know, your point about it being at the individual customer level, I think that is the future where it's not just like, oh yeah, in general, people on this coast, uh, this gender, this whatever, you're going to do this. And you're like, okay, well, that's better than, guessing (laughs) yeah (laughs) but if you could know like the individual customer that's that's enormous i mean that would that's a game changer in terms of the interaction that that customer is going to have with your brand where it's like oh wow this showed up right when i you know had a chance to open it (laughs) right yeah like magic exactly yep yeah that's that's a great word for it i think like ai is not as you and i both know it's not like fully there yet like the tools, like, and a lot of what we call AI isn't actually AI. It's just good machine learning and things like that. But, um, but it, what's just, what's, um, really fun as a marketer is watching how fast it's happening. Mm -hmm. Like it is like, it is like punching me in the side of the head every day, um, in a good way where it's like, I'm like, I'm here and I'm staying like, here's, here's new tools. Here's new things. The existing tools can now do and like these features are coming out so fast probably in big part to what you were saying where even the developers themselves can leverage ai to write code faster and cleaner 
And so what used to take four weeks to, you know, get out a new feature is taking four days or four hours. It's really fun. No, it's, it's huge. Well, I think what's going to happen is you'll see these really big brands that have been really significant for 10, 15, 20 years are not going to be able to adapt because the, the old systems that have maybe generated trillions of dollars in revenue aren't going to work anymore. And it's going to be really hard to convince them that this thing that made you trillions of dollars isn't working anymore. And people, yeah. <laughs> people don't want a vague experience. You know, people want a unique experience. They want it specific to them because if it's not specific, I could find a brand that is. And this brand seems to care mm-hmm. about me and what I think and what I buy and what I do. And you yep. don't give a crap. I'm just a number to you. <laughs> and so I think the the days of you know just being a number to your the companies that serve you are numbered. as ah, nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I, yeah. I think you're spot on there. And I think so much of it is subconscious, which is what makes it really interesting. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, personally, when I get an email from a brand, I, I'm not thinking like consciously most of the time, like this brand emails me a lot. I don't feel like opening their emails anymore. Or, um, or, you know, I just ordered this product, um, you know, f- 12 days ago. Why are they asking me for a review already? I like, I only review things after, you know, 34 days when I've had a chance Mm. to try it. Like, I don't think about all these things consciously, but, um, so that's, it's like, we're going to make unconscious sub unconscious decisions. That would be an interesting feat. Uh, customers are going to make subconscious. (laughs) Yeah. Are going to make subconscious decisions, uh, about which brands to buy from based on how a brand makes them feel mm. and how you make someone feel good is by personalizing it. So it feels like it's for them. And, uh, and that's what AI is empowering brands to start doing is make people feel like you care about them more. Um, and essentially you do because you're adopting tools that help, help you be more personalized. Uh, and so brand, people are going to gravitate toward what brands make them f- feel seen and heard and, uh, have a positive experience, even if they don't know why. Exactly. Well, and I think, you know, I, I'm kind of realizing more that it, it's about the community because what, what it's made, what you're feeling is you're feeling like you belong here. And that's, yeah. that's where you're like, yeah, of course I'm going to go buy there again. They love me. They know me. They, they treat me well. Like I, there's no yeah. reason for me to even risk going anywhere else. Even if I could save 10, 20, 30%, because I know what I'm going to get here. And Yep. Who's going to learn who I am as much as this company RA has shown that they know. So I, I think, yep. you know, those tools are fantastic. I think you're, you know, on track for really understanding, you know, the web 3.0 e-commerce mm-hmm. is not going to be what you think it is. And, and now, you know, cause I, I think honestly, consumers have felt like a commodity themselves where it's just kind of like, yeah. Eh. I'm just another number. It doesn't matter where I go. It doesn't matter what. I'm just going to base my decision on price and you yeah. know what I think I need versus like, no, come to our community at you know whatever brand. We understand you. We love you. We develop our products for you. And we're going to you know, know even more as soon as you buy from us because that's going to dial our approach in. So I, I think yep. you're definitely on track for the future of e-commerce. Uh, I'd love to have you back, you know, kind of on a regular basis just to see like, okay, here's the tools I suggested. Here's how we use them. And here's the new tools that are coming out there even better. Uh, but yeah, just kind of sure. an update is like modern e-commerce. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I love that. I love that. 
Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get that planned out. So everybody listening, uh, stay tuned for more Dustin. Uh, in the meantime, where can people <laughs> learn more about you and your brand? Uh, easiest place is just the website, jumpxgrowth.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Dustin. Uh, great talking to you again. It looks like you're doing well and uh, you're taking, you know, you're taking on the world and that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds it sounds dramatic, but honestly, there's a lot of brands that are going to struggle to get through this process because they're stuck yep. in their ways. And it's hard to say like this thing that has worked for so many years is now defunct and you need to, you need to yep. revolutionize. So it looks like you're doing that and uh, it's very admirable. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on. It was uh, nice catching up and um, fun chat in ecom. Definitely. And we'll do it again uh, very soon because I think things are continuing to develop really fast and we need, yep. uh, you know, resources like you who are trying and that's, that's, <laughs> yep. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button. So you get notified when all of our new episodes release, please share this with that friend who's clueless about digital marketing and don't forget to visit digitalmarketer.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.